Ladies and gentlemen, I say ladies because ladies first, welcome back to another episode of the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I am the co-co-host, Anthony, and I've got the boss sitting right in front of me, my lovely wife, Bethany Johnson. No, don't start with that. That's what we're going to start with. Okay, no. So there's this movie that I have been wanting to watch. Is it called Cocaine Bear? Since before it came out in theaters, right? <laughs> so anything that has to do with like drugs or cartel related or drug smuggling, like I'm, I mean, I'm just f- infatuated with, is that the right word? Infatuated? No, right it's word? not a word at all. What's the word then? That infatuated. Even, that's what I said. I'm infatuated with history, but like Pablo Escobar, things like that. Serial killer. You like history if it's like gruesome, which most of history is, to be honest. Crime. But anyways, this movie, Cocaine Bear, I saw the trailer. That's a real thing that happened? Yes. It's history? It's a true story. Anything that's true is history. Do you want to negate that? No, I'm I'm about to Google what the true story is. But anyways, so this movie comes out and I'm like, Bethany, can we watch it in theaters? No. If it doesn't have to do with Marvel or Avengers okay, or relax. Star Wars, Bethany doesn't want anything to do with it. So I'm like, all right, cool. Now, when we watch movies with the kids, I always go to IMDb. I go to the parental guidelines and I look up the sex because, listen, that's where I draw the line. The cussing, the blood, we can we can do a little bit of that, but the sex and the stuff like that, they're just not ready. It said... That there was not really much sex, but for whatever reason, it didn't work out. The other night I was at home, Bethany was out, my brother and I were at the crib. Wait, I'm sorry. We watched Cocaine Bear. Can I just tell you that it's not a true story? It's not? Well, the movie's not a true story. A bear bear did ingest cocaine because a drug smuggler, like. So it's a true story. Accidentally. Yeah, so the the bear ate cocaine but it died within 45 minutes because of all the cocaine it ingested so it didn't go on a killing no, rampage right so i watched this movie but you told me that at the end of the movie the bear got away so this whole time i was thinking there's still a, a cocaine bear out there oh, killing people i did not say that yes you did i said there was no resolution okay go ahead sorry i just had to so <laughs> i knew I, it wasn't a real story Kind, it's it is it's some of the events have they're been like it's dramatized. based on a true story and when we say based on a true story we mean it's based on two words out of the sentence and we just created everything else so i finally watched this movie guys i don't know if i've ever been so disturbed <laughs> after watching a movie this bear is tearing up everything and they showed you every single limb oh my god I it was it was intense so i just want to say like, i'm so glad that i never watched that with you Especially the kids, because that shit was next I level. can't even imagine. <laughs> Where was I at? You were out with uh, my Mark and them. Oh, yeah, your family. Right. Okay, so you're just sitting at home watching people. You said that you watched a kid get mauled by the bear and its limbs torn apart yeah, in that movie. intense, very what intense. What the hell? So if it's intense for you, like Finding Nemo is intense for me. So I can't imagine Cocaine Bear. No, I'm never going to watch that shit. So if you're feeling Ever. like if you're feeling like you want to thrill, what, just watch were you Cocaine thrilled? Bear. Were you thrilled? I think that the way that I felt, I think that's what a thriller does cuz I was like I had to look away some moments and really? I Really? Yes. You've never done that. That's how crazy I this was. I have to look away like 
when Thanos is getting his head dropped off. And I'm just like Marvel. looking at my brother. I'm like, did that really just fucking happen? Like, what is going on? It was. Oh it my was god! Crazy. Like, I have to look away during Game of Thrones. I can't even imagine freaking that movie. That is crazy. Well, and also I I refute the lie that I don't let. I'm not into movies unless it's Star Wars or freaking Marvel because I love the movies and I love going to see. Any movie that's coming out that's not a horror film or like disgusting. I love movies. Right. You know that. The thing is, you love the movies, but only if it's a movie that you love. (laughs) I if I was like, babe, let's go see this movie. If you have no interest in the movie, you're not going. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like you wanted to see a man named Otto. Right. Looks like a great it looks boring. I like action movies, but not like disgusting. But yeah, here I am like. But I do love Game of Thrones and that's pretty disgusting. So I don't know. Anyway, so I just have to ask you because anytime you post something on social media, I always think like, damn, hopefully people don't think like it's about me (laughs) or like I did something or like. Is that a guilty conscience? No, because honestly, like you'll post a story of you crying and I'm like, fuck, people are going to think I made Bethany cry. And I'm like, I'm not even at the house right now. Like. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's not what where my mind goes. It doesn't always go to like, damn, what does social media think about me? No. But you have been very cryptic on social media. You think I've been cryptic? You've been like, this was such a hard Yes, that's cryptic. Saying, I feel like I've been like open. No, but saying you you've had a hard week posting yeah. you crying and then not saying anything else is cryptic. Yeah, so like I'm supposed to detail why. I'm not instead I, of saying like, oh, I'm just having a really hard week, a mental health week. Right. I well, feel like when you say mental health, people usually get the gist that you're just struggling with anxiety and depression. Do you, do you want to know the last time you went on a cryptic mental health social media tangent? What was going on? Do you not remember that? True. It's true, almost true. a year ago. <laughs> true. I but didn't I, think about it like that. I'm not saying you have to say anything and like you do you and you share what you want to share. I'm just saying. As a follower of you, which I am, you post things and I'm, I have to like double take like, did I do something? Like, wait, what's going on here? So I think other people think that exact same thing. Yeah. And they don't. Listen, we love you guys. We're so thankful for you. But y'all don't deserve shit. Like we could just move on with our life and let it be. But because we are who we are and we love you, we overshare. What's been going on, babe? Let us know. Okay, so this is what I, so this is, if you're wondering why I've been having a rough week or why I was having a rough week a few weeks ago, I'm a lot, I feel a lot better now, but I think what started it, and it's so funny because we talked about this last week, Father's Day, and I was like, yeah, like, I feel so much better this year, and da, 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 like, Lies. I'm so good. <laughs> no, I think I did when I wrote that stuff, like, I wasn't lying, like, that's how I felt. Right. But I think that Father's Day kind of triggered something in me, like subliminally or in my subconscious or whatever. And then starting a few nights after Father's Day, I started having nightmares every single night. And so I, which it's not even that out of the norm for me, but the content of my nightmares was really graphic and scary. And it was all about my dad and my childhood. And it was like, kind of flashbacks to things that did happen that I know happened. And then there was possible flashbacks to things that I don't know if it's true or not. So then that's confusing. 
And when you're having nightmares every night, you're not sleeping. And when you are sleeping, you're not actually resting because your mind's racing. And it's like I'm waking up and I'm like, (sighs) you know what I mean? Like there's no rest happening whatsoever. So then that happening several days in a row and you're just exhausted out of your mind where you can barely keep your eyes open. And then that starts weighing on your mental health or whatever. For me, when I start having really bad anxiety day after day after day, it can really quickly pull me into a depression. And once my body and mind and soul get to the place where I'm depressed, it takes even longer to pull me out of that. So if it's just like everyday anxiety and stuff, I can kind of pretty easily pull myself out of it. But once it gets past the point of no return, that's when it's like bad. So I started having really bad anxiety every day because I was so exhausted and then I'm not sleeping at night because I'm having nightmares and I'm confused and I'm scared and I just every single thing that was happening in my life started being a negative thing even though usually I would think of things as positive like my job for example. I was having horrible anxiety about my job, about our finances, about things that normally would never bother me or would never be a blip on the radar. Our car broke down. I was like, do we have to buy a new car? Are we not going to have a car? Like, what's going on with that? Things that normally if I was doing completely fine mentally, it would have been like, okay, well, either we're going to get a new car or we're going to get our car fixed. Right. Usually usually when you start to kind of have those anxious thoughts and I don't even know the word to describe it, but I'll say weird feelings. Mm -hmm. Usually logic. Like intrusive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts. Usually logic is what helps you. So usually I'm just like, all right, babe, look here's abc this is why whatever thought you're having could not come true in this yeah. moment so like you're usually that works so and then anthony you trying to use logic with me which is normally what helps me in those moments was triggering me more because it's like you're not understanding like how i'm feeling right now so it was just like not good and it was like the job and the car and then just everything else like i was seeing seeing things on social media that were triggering me i was seeing things in family group chats that were triggering me that literally were not even a big deal at all, but everything was weighing on me. Stuff that would normally weigh on me, not even not even in the slightest, it felt like a ton of bricks was on my chest. Like, it was just awful. So, I finally had a mental breakdown, like a legitimate mental breakdown where I'm like screaming and crying on the floor and like borderline considering self-harm and all these horrible things. Like, it was just a bad, 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 bad day. And Anthony was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, I think you were scared a little bit, but then you were still just like, okay, like I'm here for you, like whatever you need. Like, I just want you to feel better. And I think feeling safe with you is what helped pull me out of it. But honestly, it's so weird because after that day where I like had the full mental breakdown, I had two more days where I had anxiety. And then I woke up one morning after getting a really good night of sleep. And I was like, wow, like I feel way better. (laughs) I feel back to normal. I have no anxiety and it's been a while. It's been more than a few days since that day. So I feel like I'm like completely back to normal and good and out of that mind frame. Obviously, I still have like moments where I'm like, okay, please don't let me go back there. Please don't let me go back there. And I start, I'm back on an antidepressant. So that is helpful. And yeah. That's pretty much what was going on. So I think it was triggered by it was 100% triggered by my dad. But I think the way the reason I was even thinking of that stuff was because of Father's Day. So a Father's Day mental breakdown, even though it didn't happen on Father's Day. That is the gist of it. Now tell me your perspective. 
I mean, I'm sitting at a Rattlers game, just trying to have a good time. And I like, you post like something and you're crying. And I'm like, fucking A, mate. <laughs> I didn't that do was like time. after my mental breakdown too. That was the day after. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, all right, I, I think we're good. I think we finally like got you in a place where I can leave for a few hours. Right. And yeah. Just like, gosh, damn it. What like, and at the end of the day, public perception what people think that doesn't matter but i'm just like it was not my fault this time guys like <laughs> yes maybe i could have done things better in the moment but no listen, I, I was taking a shit and she was just like going off and i'm like like babe. screaming and crying I'm like babe just can i finish pooping and then we just deal with this like in a few <laughs> minutes like please it was yeah it was like it was brutal for like a week in my brain and in my body and then that i like snapped it was kind of it was actually scary. It was scary for me to be in that. But I feel like at least once a year, I have like a mental breakdown ever since everything happened with my dad. So like for 10 years now, well, a little less than that, but it freaking sucks because I feel like I can like compartmentalize or I can deal with it in therapy and I can do all these things and I can heal. And then I'm back at square one again. If I have a certain memory triggered. So I think, you know what people were saying, including my therapist, were saying to do EDMR, the like brain zapping thing, or I don't know what it is, but. Oh, they like go and pull thoughts out, like pull memories and. Yeah, but it's supposed to like help you heal from stuff that sometimes, my thing is like, I think I've healed from the stuff I know about, but I think there's far more that I don't know about that is my body remembers, even if my mind doesn't. I and think, I think I need to heal from that stuff. And you're right. And I think that, especially just you and I, like I'm someone who, I mean, my memory is crazy. And so like there's moments and things that have happened in life to where I remember and I choose to remember and that feels me. Yeah. Right. With you, it's it's almost as if you've been like, look, out of sight, out of mind. I almost started a new life without right. that. Yeah. There was years that went by where I didn't even think of my childhood one time and couldn't think of it without being extremely triggered and upset. So I just pretended that my life started the day I married you. And I also know that that's not healthy, which is why, you know, therapy and all that. But there was no amount of therapy that was helping me this past week. It was I just needed to get through it. And I'm thankful that you were there to help me get through it or else I don't know what I would have done. That's the key. I was there to help, guys. I was not the cause. You're so like triggered from last year. Because last year <laughs> when you went on a self crying selfie spree, we were having real issues. So I'm like, all right, like, listen, I'm we're good. We're Anthony arguing. literally only wants to address this on the podcast. So that way you guys know he's in the clear this time. <laughs> His silence right now. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a, a way to respond without you know fully throwing your ass under the bus. <laughs> I cannot. But no, I just think it just goes to show like life in in us as human beings, we are continually having to work on ourselves and evolve. And no one's perfect, and that's the root of it. No one's perfect. We all battle different things. You and I battle different things. We've been together ten years plus, and it never stops. Yeah. Yeah, there's always and it just sucks because I hate the comparison game and I hate comparing myself to other people. But I look at other people's lives and I'm like, do they go through anything like worse than, oh, my car ran out of gas or like I don't have groceries in the fridge. Let me run to the grocery store real quick or 
oh my god where's our next trip gonna be to i'm so stressed about where we're gonna go like i look at people's lives and i'm like do they have like real underneath it all like pain and suffering or am i the only person my age and of all the people i know that like actually suffers and like that kind of stuff is hard to deal with too just thinking that i'm so alone feeling like this and I know I'm not because I know you've gone through so much too and I know you I don't know, you might be the craziest deal, one though. Deal with your own <laughs> stuff, but I'm like I'm like, am I the only person going through something like this in my little corner of the world? I know that I'm not, but I sometimes compare myself and it it that is hard to deal with too. And as maybe twisted and weird as it sounds, I think that's why you and I choose to to use our platforms and to share things because I know anytime I talk about like stuff on the podcast, I get tons of messages like, Oh my gosh, like I feel the same way. I'm X amount of years older than you, but we've literally lived the same life and gone through the same things. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure it's the same for you, but it's just, it's, it's always good to learn and know like, all right, I'm not the only one. Someone has gone through this same thing. And especially when you connect with that person, it's just like, wow. Yeah. This is life. This is how things go. You choose whatever path you want based on that and you go from there. So, but uh, yeah, just uh, send thoughts and prayers over here because Bethany was a little uh, tense over here for a while. Oh, it's like, good now. No, so no, it relax. is. We're, but we're, it's like that kind of gray area when you're out of it. like, <laughs> And you're like scared it might happen again. <laughs> the thing about me too is I'm very over communicative with Anthony and so... It this did not come out of the blue. It was like a slow build up and then a bam. But like I'm very, I communicate how I'm feeling and what how I'm thinking, what I'm doing, and so it's not like you're blindsided. No, no. But at the same time, is in these moments. So if I started feeling like that again, I would tell you. Right, but in these moments, think like you said, things get magnified, and you're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, you you didn't nod your head when you, I'm like, babe, like I'm sorry, like I was <laughs> I just got done loading the dishwasher, like these little things that just every day, like I'm just not here like bowing down to you every second of the day, right? But in those moments, you just kind of mag and you're like, are you mad at me? And I'm like, I, should I be mad? Like, like what is you know? And, and then that's the worst thing you could ask and me. I'm like, me, I get into like dad mode and everything, so I'm like, all right. I missed the signs or whatever. And you're just like, I've been sitting here trying to talk to you for 30 minutes. And I'm like, well, damn, I just, yeah. <laughs> but shout out to the people that are there for the people going through it. Because yeah, truly. It takes, it takes a village. He's like, shout out to me. Shout out to me. <laughs> Literally. Just, <laughs> no, I know I'm not the only one that, that deals with the. He's trying so hard not to say the C word like multiple times. Crazy. Yes. I, I called you crazy and then that even that lighted another fire. I'm like, well, you're being crazy right now. What do you want me to say? You want me to lie to you? But anyway, so this week has been a very interesting week aside from Bethany's problems. And we're going to, I'm going to try to, to bring this up because without giving too much detail, but we hit a different level of parenting this week. Oh, my God. We're talking- also, I'm so glad I was like through my mental breakdown and like had had multiple days where I felt really good and felt strong before this situation occurred the other night. But we had an, a situation where it was some bullying and the way, I guess, kids talk in group chats. Yeah. And it was a mess. And we were we were dealing with parents and kids trying to potentially spread rumors. And I just... I. 
for me as a parent, I knew what kind of shithead I was as a kid. And I acted even worse than any of the kids that we read and saw what they were saying because I was living a double life. Like I went extra hard at school as a, as a jackass because at home I had to be this perfect little Christian boy, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, so I knew we were going to deal with, so we have five kids. I know who Bethany was as a teenager and I knew who I was as a teenager. We were not, we were, we were some pretty out of wild. I don't know. We were, we, I, are you I kidding disagree. me? I disagree. It, at least personally, because Beth, I think that can, for like having Christian pastor parents and being sheltered and being at a charter school. Yeah. Like, oh my God, she was so crazy. And Beth, so you, blah, blah, blah. We would fuck at lunch. That's. I don't think that's that crazy. It is crazy. I think like doing meth is like crazy or getting like a fucking tattoo behind your parents back or like sneaking out every night. But, like, There's nothing I never worse did that I that. could have done besides fornicate. And I was fornicating multiple times a day. I think you. having sex in high school is normal. Yes. I'm yes. not that if my kid comes to me in 11th or 12th grade, which is the age I was and says that they're sexually active with their boyfriend or girlfriend, I'm not going to be shocked at all. Right, but it's how we were doing it. I, I was the baseball team captain, and I would tell my last period teacher, I have a meeting with the coach. She would let me leave. I just don't think that's the worst thing that could happen. I didn't say... We Getting were, pregnant I said is we the were worst wild. thing that could happen. We were wild. <laughs> you, you, wait, you were wild in high school. Let's not act like I you were... I never even went to a party. I've still never been to a party. And yet... I, I have and yet, now, but... <laughs> I've never, I never tried a drug. You gave a hand job or a foot job in class while the teacher was giving her education. I would just speech. like to say that me putting my big toe on a boy's wiener through his cargo pants doesn't, I mean, it's funny to be like, oh, she gave a foot job. Like, I know that's the joke or whatever, but like, really not. I really didn't do that. Whatever you did, the man's penis was out and you was his doing penis was not. See, another misconception. His wiener was not out and he was not a man. Men's. It doesn't mean like you are a man. He was a boy. Me. Okay. But anyways, I know who I was and I know who you were and who I heard you were. So I'm expecting to deal with some shit with our kids. I just wasn't not expecting to deal with it now in this in this chapter of our lives. Yeah. But I started thinking our oldest is going into fifth grade. I know what I was doing in fifth grade. It is that time. But But also our daughter was not Anyways, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to like, you know, protect the privacy of the situation with, with also sharing our perspective of it. And our daughter was being bullied and talked to horribly. And that's what I didn't think we would be dealing with that kind of language like this young and the blackmailing aspect of it. Like it, it's just crazy craziness for them being 10 years old that I never would have imagined this young. But like, I'm proud of my daughter. Right. For how she but, handled it. But also, it. I, also, I'm proud of us because yeah. I know that if you, or let me speak for myself, if I was in that situation to where things were going on and, and I responded or I did whatever I did, I know my parents would be like, well, it doesn't matter. You still, you're, you're still in trouble. You're right. Like, oh my I God. Yeah. In trouble. Growing up, if I t came into my parents with something and told them something was wrong, they would be like, well, what did you do to get in that situation? Well, right, why were you in the group right. chat anyways? Well, why were you even texting a boy? Well, why were this? Why were that? And it's like, oh my God, like I came to you because I trusted you to help me with this. And now you're, now I'm in trouble. Now I'm grounded. And so, yeah, I feel like we definitely broke a generational curse with how we handled the situation because we made our daughter feel validated and heard 
and supported and and we, and we still discipline right and and her part and whatever it was we dealt with that and and laid down the law in a loving way but also you're right we were like listen we're at the end of the day we have your back yeah and we're on your team and no matter what we're on your squad yeah and we had that talk with her and it was it was awesome because like you said with us that would not have been the conversation so that being said you and i went out to maple and ash to have a to have a it's not even, I wouldn't say celebratory dinner, but I would say we really freaking needed a night. Anthony and I haven't been on a date night. So, well, I mean, we went to Hawaii, obviously. That's not really a date night, though, where you're like getting away from your kids for the night or something. But we hadn't had a date in a while, just the two of us. So we went out. It wasn't really celebratory. It was more like, oh, my God, like, shit, these past few days have been rough. The past few weeks have been rough because of my everything I've been going through. I feel better now. We've been boss-ass parents and we needed to get a little tipsy at dinner and eat really, really good food and just like be with each other. And we spent two and a half hours giggling and talking and kissing at the table and eating really good food and it was amazing. One of the best dates ever. Right, because it was just one of those, we looked at each other and we were like, damn. Like, we've entered a new stage of parenting. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, how did we get here? Right. But, so, funny moment that happened in Maple and Ash. So, Maple and Ash, if you don't know, it's it's a bougie-ass restaurant. It's a place where there's a dress code. Men cannot wear hats. They don't allow sportswear. Mm-hmm. You have to dress a certain way to get in the door. Now, places like this, I hate. Because I hate, if, I hate just, if I, if I want to wear a hat tonight... I should be able to wear a hat. Yeah. So personally me, I hate it, but the I food think, is good. I think like dress codes too are so archaic. And I think at a time how you dressed it, you know, showed your level of professionalism and your level of education and your level of wealth and all of those things. But now fashion reaches every corner of the earth and there's so many different cultures within fashion. And I think that people should be able to dress however they want as long as it's not you know, in school, how they say, like, as long as you're not um, a, distraction. a distraction or whatever. So I'm like, if we're at a fancy restaurant and we all have the same, like, the same color of money in our wallet, I don't understand why it matters if you wear a hat or if you wear a chain to Maya or if you wear Jordans in downtown Gilbert. Like, I just don't get why that would even matter right. at all. But anyway, so this is, you got to remember, I grew up poor. 10, 15 years ago, if you would have been like, hey, Anthony, you're going to go to a restaurant to where they're not going to let you dress the way you want to dress to get in. I'd be like, fuck that. I'm not going there. But anyways, fast forward. Here I am. They have the it's best, one of your favorite restaurants. They have the best seafood tower in the world. <laughs> in the world. So we're there. This is what we've been there a lot of times. We're, we don't even look at the menu anymore. We know what we want. That's how often we've been there. But we're sitting. They sat us kind of by the entrance where you walk people in. Which I hate. And so Bethany's like, should we ask him to move us? And I was like, honestly, I don't care. Like, I just want to eat. We're hanging out. Wherever they put us, it's going to be fine. But I had this, like, moment with another man. <laughs> but so the the hostess is walking in a couple. And I see the guy. He's a, a Latino man. He's got four necklaces on, jeans, some sneakers. He's just got this look like he's looking around. He looks uncomfortable. And I'm like, damn, I have been there walking through these same doors. Mm -hmm. I just look at him. I do like a little head nod like, (laughs) bro, 
Like as long as long as your green is good, it doesn't matter. I just had a moment where I was like, damn, like I I don't know, just had this like guy moment. I just give a little head nod. We didn't say a word. I was like, bro, it's all good. Like you you, you could be in here they will accept you <laughs> it's so funny too because when that guy walked out he had the biggest smile on his face he had his shoulders <laughs> up like he was on cloud nine right because we stayed we stayed there pretty long like yeah. you said he had his little to-go bag bro was smiling he was not smiling coming in and so i just funny. started thinking i was like this is great like this is the same place where i was walking to go pee and i looked to the left and there was fucking lebron james like, yeah it's so i've been there i felt i felt that like I don't belong here, but it's like, no, like, it's good. You're here. Have a blast and enjoy it. Just sometimes a simple head nod. That's how easy men are. We just, hey, bro, you're good. Like, you know, and that's it. I'm done. And then something else happened. What? You went to the bathroom. And so I think you were taking a shit because you were in there for a little bit. I did not. You were in there for a little while. No, though. that's when I was having my, sometimes if I like eat too fast or if I drink too fast, I get this pain in my ribs. That's when I was having mm. the rib pain. So when I do that, I just go to the bathroom and I literally just sit there and wait for it to pass because it hurts. So if I do it at the table, I look like I'm like sitting there in pain at the table and it's like mm. awkward and weird. But I, didn't, I didn't know any of this because you were in the bathroom. I told you. At, when you came back from the bathroom, mm. you told me. Well, I, but so you knew right now, right when a few minutes ago when you said you were in there taking I'm a shit. I'm just putting, I'm just giving them my mind frame while this is going on. Real time. So I'm in there like, oh, Bethany's in there throwing, blowing it up. So I go on my phone, I go on Facebook. I don't ever go on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't go check my messenger, nothing. Like Facebook's just on my phone, never go on it. I go, you know how Facebook gives you your memories and like gives you throwbacks and things of that nature. It was like a post that you had put up on Facebook of my last day at Cox. And so I was like, oh, cool. And for whatever reason, I had read it as five years ago. So I put up a little story on my Instagram and I was like, hey, we're also celebrating the anniversary of Bethany letting me quit my job. And I put five years because I was kind of tipsy, mm-hmm. a little off the THC, a little stuff. You know, my, my brain wasn't really working all the way right. And I put, it's been five years. Yeah. This is how social media is and how you got to like fact check some shit, guys. <laughs> people, so many people were messaging like, oh, that's awesome, which it is awesome. It's cool. Even me at the table, I was like, oh my God, five right? years? Like we, that is crazy. We had yeah. no idea. Like we don't keep track of that. We have, there's so many anniversaries and shit and celebrations. We don't, keeping track of when I quit my job is not on the top of the list. Yeah. One person messaged me and was like, you mean four years? And I was like, what do you mean four years? And I go back, it was four years, not five. <laughs> but the way Facebook breaks it down, it's like what a year ago, two years ago. So yeah. the post, the post on Facebook above it, it said four years ago and below it, it said five years ago. So you just don't know how Facebook works. Right. So you read it wrong. So I'm, and the, and I, was, I told the person, I was like, listen, you keep this between you and I, I might be able to get away for 24 hours without fixing this because you're the only one to say anything to me. I'm dead. And if, I think there's like three hours left and people, I'm still getting messages. No, not one person has said Anthony. This was four years ago, not five. Well, you can't say not one person because one person literally did. Not one person. Not two since, people. Okay. Since that. I have a question for you. What question could I ask you that would start a fight? I don't think you want to know that question, especially on the podcast. What? It's a question I could ask you and it would start a big fight. You could be vague. Hold on. Hold on. Ask it again. Because my, I think I think my brain answered the question before you were done, which I do that often. What question could I ask you, and it would start a fight? 
so you asked me a question mm-hmm. and then you ins- you're mad at the question the fact that i could even ask it nothing really nothing okay cool so i'm gonna read you a list of 10 questions these are 10 questions guaranteed to start a fight and i want to know if the, the any of these questions me asking are you, you gonna answer do you have to answer the question no oh no i'm just asking if this the, no this, well i mean you can answer it if you want but would it annoy you would it start a fight if we were having like an agitated day and i asked this question or you asked me this question would it start a fight are you ready what wait, wait i hold on on record are we being honest yeah be okay honest. I, just, I just want okay number one what took you so long is that's gonna start a fight no for me if you said what took you so long it, i think it would depend if it was like if i was at an appointment or doing something like that and i got home and you're like what took you so long and i'd be like oh well and i would explain to you what took so long it if it was like in bed and afterwards you said what took you so long i would be like really really what took me so long that 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 would upset you yes it would not upset me okay all right next do you even know what day it is today no because i you know that i don't know what day it is (laughs) most days like if it was my birthday or our anniversary and you forgot and then i said do you even know what day it is today i think that question can start a fight for sure but it would Yes, it, it would start a fight, but it would be a fight started on your behalf. Yes, yeah, I guess the person asking that is the whole person if, starting. Let's a fight. say you forgot my birthday, but you wouldn't because you're you love shit like that. I would be like, oh, like I don't think I'd be. As- I don't understand how people can forget birthdays or anniversaries or anything like that because literally, I count down the days starting on October eighth, which is the day after my birthday. I'm starting down the countdown to the next birthday. Right, and for Anthony. Your birthday, I'm asking you weeks in advance, months in advance, what do you want to do for your birthday? What do you want to do? Do you want to do this? I'm giving you ideas. What do you want as a present? Do you want to go somewhere? And same for the kids' birthdays. Like I'm months in advance, so on top of making sure that everyone feels special and celebrate on their birthdays that there's not even a possibility of us ever forgetting. If the possibility ever arose, you would be, I feel like I would be understanding if something was forgot, where on the other hand, you... We think that I fucking hate you and yeah. all this other stuff. Okay. Is so, this question guaranteed to start a fight between me and you? Don't you think it's your turn to wash the dishes? I, I don't think so. I think I say it like every so often. I was going to say, if you said that to me, I'd be like, oops, got to do the dishes because that means he's probably done them 600 times in a row and I haven't done them at all. If you said anything like that to me, I would be like, oh shit, I need to like carry some more weight today. Right. Because that would be. If I say that to you, what would you feel? I would say, are you are you tripping right now? Like, <laughs> are you good? Like, I'll do the dishes when I do them. Like, okay. I think the only thing like around the house that irritates me about you is the trash. Because I'll be like, I need you to take the trash out, and then you'll be like, all right, and then you'll go run an errand, and then while you're running your errand, I'm cleaning up, and the trash is so full that it's overflowing, and I'm like, I fucking told him to take out the trash. But but guess what? Our trash can is five feet away from. The front, the whatever door that leads outside. I hate taking the trash out. I hate it. It feels like demeaning to me to do that. To carry a bag of trash. I guess. Leaking all over (laughs) my feet and shit. And then my clothes smell. Especially in the summer. I don't want to walk out in the heat with a bag of trash. Yeah, it's still not starting a fight. Yeah, no, probably not. All right. Oh my God, this one. (laughs) If you said this to me, have you even looked in the mirror today? (laughs) Oh, yeah you've never said anything like that to me the the furthest you've said is like don't you think you should take a shower at some point today (laughs) like something like that 
or my, or like, my line I hey, use now. D- should you brush your teeth, yeah. maybe? I'm like, hey, when's the last time you brush your teeth? <laughs> They'd be like, oh, I don't know, yesterday. I'm like, all right, yeah, it smells like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but you've, oh my God, if you said to me, have you even looked in the mirror today? I would be like, you're never going to look in the mirror again. And then I get a spoon and I'd scoop your eyes out. No, for real. You, but if you said that to me, I'd be like, honestly, I probably haven't looked in the mirror. Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what gets me about your mother? <laughs> I feel okay. like that would not. I don't think it would start a fight between us because I'd be like, yeah, I already know I, what gets I, you about my mother. <laughs> okay. I think for me, it depends on how serious you're being. Yeah. Like you can tear about my mother to a certain extent, but at did some you just point, burp? No, I made it like a. I don't like that noise. Don't ever. <laughs> Let's add this to the list. Don't ever do that again. That's my. That's my door. No. No. Yeah, I think. I think maybe. I think I can get in a defensive mood about my family if I feel like they're being attacked unfairly. If I'm in the right mood, but normally I like them being attacked the, unfairly. The only time. You. I feel like not the only time. The only times that we get into disagreements about our families is when we play the comparison game. Yeah. Which we know 10 don't years ever later, play. don't do that. But we have done that in the past. Well, my family does. And it's like, do not do that. Yeah, I know. They're not, not all families are created equal. And I hope if you are in a relationship and you haven't learned that yet, you learn that quickly because there's no reason to be fighting over people that really in the grand scheme of things don't matter in your relationship yes exactly all right when's the last time we had sex i feel like that would start a fight yeah probably probably especially if, you, if we were like getting into bed and you're like mm, so when's the last time we had sex i'd be like i don't know why don't you get your calendar out you fucking idiot good night <laughs> yeah you would uh you would definitely be upset i would rather you make a move on me than be like oh it's been three days so i guess it's time to have sex again all like right. just because the calendar says that it's been three days doesn't mean that I feel like I was emotionally connected to you today. If I'm emotionally connected, we're going to have sex. All right. So I'll share some tea about us. There have been times when I'm like, damn, Bethany has not tried to initiate. So let's see how long I can hold out without Bethany initiate. About day three or four, I'm like, fuck it. I'm initiating. <laughs> and exactly. then if, I, if I'm like, babe, you don't ever try, then you're like, why do I need to try? Yeah. You don't even give me a break. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Like, I'm- one of our <laughs> biggest fights about, like, honestly, one of our biggest fights since last year, because I feel like we've worked through any issue that was like a reoccurring thing. The only fight that I think we even have is like that I don't initiate sex enough for you. Like, you want me no, to you, want you. Right. But you. <sighs> but I'm always like, maybe I would initiate it if you went a week without hounding me and then I would be horny enough to try. <laughs> I don't even get the chance to get horny because you already initiate every freaking night anyways. It's about three days. I'm just like, bro. And then you're like, you're just, you never, and I'm like, you're never, I'm like, I'm sorry that I had five children and had to birth them and you fucked up my libido each time and the hormones racing through my veins. I'm sorry that I did all that and that I, that I'm not like, oh, I want to suck your dick so bad tonight. I'm sorry. And then you're like, um, Oh yeah, okay. no. I'm all initiate. See, that's that's not even the truth. It's a little. All, all all I need is like just a little something. This is Bethany initiating. Take your pants off. Put your penis out. And I'm like, <laughs> or what? this is me initiating. I just get into bed naked, right? And then if you don't make a new a move, I'm like, well, you're the dum dum here. Like, 
If I get in bed naked, I'm begging to have sex with you. All I want is for you to be like, babe, trying to get it on tonight? Like, that's it. But here's you like, how come your pants are still on? I'm like, damn. Like That's initiating. (laughs) That's not how I want to be initiated. Well, that's... Meanwhile, here, when I initiate, I got the oils, the mas- all this all this stuff laid out. And, yeah. He's like a fire hazard initiating. I'm like, bro, we don't need 16 candles lit in order to have sex. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, next question. All right, that's so the that's, first thing that's that would the, cause... <laughs> that's the first thing on this list where, like, yes, that would cause a fucking fight between us. Okay, did you see what your son did? No, that would. The caption's like, ah, so suddenly when something goes wrong, he's my son, isn't he? But when he wins the trophy for bilingualism at school, he's ours. We do that. We we are we are guilty of. But it doesn't make me mad ever. It's like funny. I'm like, go look at what your son did out there right now, and then you're like, oh yeah. Or any of the kids. I'm like, hey, you need to go deal with your daughter right now. Yeah, deal with her daughter. My parents used to do that, but they did it in a way that was like my when we would do something that my parents didn't like about each other, it would be like, oh, that's your child. And so it, it almost so like made us feel- on the other parent. Yes, mm. exactly. I've never done that in a way that's like, no. that's your son. Like, right. well, I do. I think I do do that with Ellis. Like when she's rude and like naughty and stuff, I'm like, that's your daughter. Cause I'm like, you raised, you're the only one that you're, she's the only one that you raised from day one and she's the naughtiest. But so I'm like, that's your daughter. Let's not forget. We have, Two of our five children that are not taking shit from anybody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who it, even from us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. And it's the ones and you've raised. And those two were raised birth. by me. All five are amazing, but we have two that listen. They're not taking shit from you. And if you don't, if they don't like what you have to say or what you're about, they're not fucking around. Well, I think that's Bronx and Ellis, but I also think you could tie Harlem into that category. And I think for her, it's less of a learned thing. Like I think Bronx and Ellis literally learned that from you. I think Harlem, that's just who she always has been since she was born. It's genetics. And she was always going to have that personality no matter who she's raised by. But Harlem has a bit of a filter. Yeah. Ellis and Bronx. She does. My mom has literally said like, so my mom has this rule in her bedrooms, like no shoes on the carpet. She's had it for... And any rules that his mother has will be followed or else it's like the end of the world. Right. She'll, she'll literally stand there like, nope, take your shoes off. Take your shoes off. Take your shoes yeah. off for the kids. Alice will... Alice does not care. Alice is in there just... My mom was like, when we were in Hawaii. She was like, Alice is the, the first kid that will literally look at me and just say, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, but also like, she doesn't want to do it. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta not respect you that. making excuses for her. <laughs> but I'll take the credit for the two kids that are not the credit or the blame <laughs> credit. <laughs> All right. Next one. You didn't forget to pay that account. Did you? This has caused fights. I think it has caused fights because I'll forgotten. be like, I don't know, but I'll be like, really? So it's my responsibility to pay every single thing and remember everything at all times. And you just get to like skate by and you're like, I'm not fucking skating by raising these kids. Like yeah. some, more, some more tea. Oh, no. 2019. Bethany and I are both in the thought process or the mindset that the other one has paid the car payment. Mm-hmm. And this is right after he quit his job. Right. I quit my job. Life is good. One day I go out in the parking lot to do whatever I need to do. And the car is gone. And I'm like, what the fuck? Someone stole my car. So I like run inside. I'm going to call the police. And I'm like, hold on, let me go check. Cause we were, this is when we were living in the apartments, go to the office. And I see that my car had gotten towed. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did my car get towed? Well, 
I thought Bethany was handling all of the bills, which she's, you're right. I was like, listen, you want to you want to be the breadwinner, you want to be the financial foundation to this family. Well, you pay all the bills. So I will I will say that is true. Well, for whatever reason, because it was my car, the car was in my name. Mm-hmm. Bethany is like, all right, he's still gonna pay it. So we went three months yeah. without paying the car payment, and I don't answer calls from numbers that aren't locked in my phone because listen, if you got to get a hold of me, figure it out, leave a voicemail. And we somehow the message had gotten lost in transition and my car got repossessed because. So, yes, to answer your question, this question does cause fights. <laughs> oh, I in our was so marriage. pissed off. <laughs> I was like, my car never fucking got repossessed when I was working. <laughs> <laughs> he quits his job and just stops paying all of his bills. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> The silence. Okay. All right. Last question. Hey, I'm guilty. I did that. That was my mindset. I'm like, all right, you want you want me to be a housewife? All right. I'm literally gonna be housewife by the book and I'm not doing shit besides these kids in this house. I'm dead. All right, ready? Last one. Why are we having chicken again? That would not cause a fight no. for me. No. I actually I think it's the ADD or mental illness or whatever. I prefer to have the same meal every single day for the rest of my life. Like I could eat the same breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for the next year and I would not get bored of it. I would actually prefer it. Yes. And it's something that you hate about that me. That is true about you. And something that does get tough sometimes is when I get locked on a new meal. <laughs> no. When you find out you have like gluten sensitivity. And oh, yeah? so now if I want to eat something or we want to go eat somewhere, I have to be like, can Bethany eat at this place? I can it takes never more research. So like now when I'm like, where do you want to eat, babe? And you're like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, you're the one with the stomach issues. Like you have to find oh, a okay, place. That's, that does cause, and not maybe fights, but annoyances. Right. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. So I have to choose. I don't know. Or like, you're like, what do you want for dinner tonight? And you're going to go to the grocery store or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. And you're like, well, you need to decide because you're the one with stomach issues. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill. But it doesn't start a fight. No, it's just like, all right, guys, come on. Like, But if you said that and then you said, by the way, we haven't had sex in four days, then we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you guys message us and tell us if any of those questions cause fights in your relationship, because I'm so curious to know, because I think, what was it? Two of them for us have or will cause fights. Yes. So yes. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Two out of ten. We've healed. We have. We, yeah. Also, I'd like this to be breaking news on the podcast to out Anthony that the other day we we said no more trips the rest of summer. We're going to focus on being home. The kids want to redo their rooms, move things around. We're already staying at a local resort for the 4th of July. And then the kids start school July 25th. And Ellis is just walking around the other day and she goes, Daddy, I want to go to Disneyland for my birthday. And Anthony looks at me and he goes, book it, book it, book it. And I'm like, what? And you're like, book it. And I'm like, Anthony, we made a vow four years ago now, because it was Bronx's first birthday, that we will never, ever go to Disneyland in July. Ever. Never. We always go in April and we go in October for Deuce's birthday and my birthday because the weather is bearable. And when we went in July that one year, it was literally 120 degrees and we wanted to kill ourselves. So we're never doing that. But then I go on the weather app and little did I know L.A. is cold as fuck right now. And when I meet say cold as fuck, I mean, it's in the 80s compared to here where it's 115 degrees. Are you done? 
all that to say, I guess we're going to Disneyland <laughs> in a few weeks, right before school starts. Okay, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Because like, you I'm know, done. one of the big things that people complain about on this podcast is Anthony never lets Bethany finish. So I let you finish, but that was completely false. Okay, go ahead. Because we had said we're going to do all local stuff, staycations at mm-hmm. resorts in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Is is I, is, I is found, Disneyland in Arizona? Shh, you said you were done. Okay, Please sorry. let me finish. Sorry. I found out how much one of those fucking resorts cost, which is pretty damn near Disneyland prices. So I was like, why the fuck would we go there? I hate that resort. It's terrible. I've hated it since the first time we went there many years ago. Are you talking about the princess? Yes. Oh Let's go to Disneyland. So that's how that came about. And also... The only reason you said yes is because Ellis asked you. If I would have said, babe, I think we should go to Disneyland in July, you would have said absolutely not. The only reason you said yes is because Ellis Melly Garcia asked and you. And also, I don't know why you don't look at things through this lens, which is cool. We are never going to have a kid that comes from my balls and your Don't stuff, say twat. Your, what's the, the word? Placenta? No. Uterus. Uterus. Oh that turns three again. This is it. There's no more. We can adopt. We can. Oh, and then he's like, he's like, three is such a huge monumental birthday. And I'm like, three is the least monumental birthday. I know, babe. See, you don't you only listen to half of what I say. I said this is monumental because we will never have another kid turn three. Okay, so then next year we're never going to have another kid turn four, turn five, turns it all the way until she's fucking 100. Yes. Jesus Christ, Anthony. It's like when you go on vacations and trips, I'm like. We should like get all of our intercourse in because you're going to leave for a few days. Like I, I just anything we do, I'm like, this this is the last time in this period. Like, I don't know how that relates to anything we were just it talking cut about. That out. <laughs> it didn't come out right. <laughs> and leave that in, Laura. Cut you know what? Leave it in. Cut it leave out. it in. All but that to say. Anyways, I'm just enjoying the moments. Alice is turning three. We don't have any more babies coming after that. Thank so God it. I have my parts removed because he literally would have another baby right now, which is crazy. You keep on outing me and I have to explain what <laughs> I mean by that. You keep on outing me. <laughs> well, you called me crazy. So you were, I'm gonna you were the literally okay. being crazy. <laughs> literally. Anyways. We but should. anyway, since you want to bring up dumb shit, here's why I said, dang, I wish we could have one more baby. And you were like, why? And I was like, because I would love to experience a pregnancy with you where we are financially stable and comfortable. That's why. Well, you make it sound a lot sweeter than the way I said it. Right, right. But that's why you're like, Anthony, no, I did not say. I'm just saying, I'm just Anthony, saying. if I had a working tube set of tubes right now, you would a hundred percent impregnate me you don't have working tubes and i a hundred percent impregnate you that's what i'm saying you would be totally fine with having a baby right now and i would not live to see the day i would die in childbirth like padme amidala because i can't go on with one more child on this earth that's a little dramatic but I, all i was saying is i would love to you be pregnant and us be able to oh you want a prenatal oh you want this you want a massage you let's go we never we never got a the baby opportunity. moon you were pregnant with Ellis. When people always post their right. baby moons, I'm like, what the fuck is a baby moon? Right. I wish we could experience all of that. But guess yeah. what? It all worked out. It all worked you out. You can't even get pregnant unless you're... Now we can go to Disneyland for Ellis's third Thank birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welp, that just about wraps up the podcast, folks. <laughs> 
Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. We have so much fun with you, and we hope that you enjoy us talking shit, and we will see you next week. Peace. Peace.